to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And this week is our Lugnasa, or Lugnasa. <laughs> or, Sorry. <laughs> I like that word. Yeah. Or Lamas 2023 episode. Uh, but before we get too deep into that, be sure you like, subscribe, follow, and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, etc., etc. It's exhausting. If you want to email us, you can email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. And that's the website, lunarmagicteatime.com. You can find us on Facebook. There's a Facebook group you can join, and you can follow us on Instagram. So, Lunasa! I just, I just can't. That word. I'm just gonna say it throughout the show. Do it, Lunasa. Do it. Uh, so this Sabbath, I wanted to focus on transformation and what we harvest, because really it's the first harvest festival of the year. Mm-hmm. This year, also falls on a full moon. It's all about reaping what we have sown. So I thought it would be nice to what we we're, what we've been working on magically throughout the year. What's the results of this? What did we? kind of fail on what mm-hmm. what worked out it's gonna be kind of my fo- focus on my magic so for the celts because as you guys know uh kristen and i are mostly celtic i'm um, entirely celtic entirely celtic i got some scandinavian thrown in my massage therapist says i have native american i'm like dude i don't i got the blood to prove it <laughs> i would love to be but i'm not but i kind of attribute the celtic and native american to really close if you look back in history of the celtics what three four maybe 500 years ago yeah, mm. To me, there's similarity between mm-hmm. things they do. So, for the Celts on Lunasa, <laughs> we celebrate the Celtic sun god, Lu. He was born in captivity to the Tuha de Danan and the Fomorians, those guys. Giants. He was saved by Talut Tatu, a mortal queen of the Fir Bolg. This stuff, I mean, I'm Celtic, but I was not taught pronunciation. Um, he grew up to be a multi-talented god, and he earned um, passage back into the king of courts. Lou was one of the most important Celtic gods, um, particularly in Ireland. He represented sun and light, and I wonder why I like him. <laughs> um, although he originated as an all-wise and all-seeing deity, he was later thought more of as a historical figure, as a great warrior and a cultural hero. Um, he was known for being wise, the god of justice, but also depicted as a trickster god. Hmm. No. Okay, let's go with that. Okay. Um, through battle, he conquered the Fomorians, uh, who brought uh, draw famine and darkness to the Celtic people. His foster mother, um, Taltu, even though that doesn't look like it, that should be what it is, she spent all her energy clearing the fields after all the death and destruction um, for agriculture, and she died of exhaustion. So they say that every year he held the festival to honor her during the first harvest because okay. that's kind of makes sense if she mm-hmm. did that to to help get ready the lands to do that so basically if you think it he was the battle of dark against light so Fomorians, for you people that don't know they were a semi-divine race were endowed with great mystical power and on this they were on the same vein of mortal giants and trolls they possessed enhanced strength endurance durability heightened healing factor, and enhanced senses. What were they, werewolves? I'm kind of thinking. I've been reading too much. <laughs> I always kind of think of them in mythological terms as more like the Titans 
Hmm. in Greek mythology where in, you have the progenitors who created the Titans. Mm-hmm. And actually there was a race before the Titans, but I can't remember what they were. Um, and, but the Titans were trying to control humans and trying mm. to control all of them. And, and then there's prophecies because you know the Greeks and their prophecies. Mm. So they, they were a kind um, of a giant race? Yes, a race of giants. And so uh, then Gaia had, she was the mother of all of the Titans. And then, and I'm not going to break it all down, but uh, basically she then decided, okay, well, I'm done with the Titans because they're, they're not doing what I want. Um, this is not historically or mythologically accurate. This is paraphrasing. Thank you <laughs> for coming to my TED Talk. Um, uh, anyway, she, gives, she ends up giving birth to the gods, i.e. Zeus. Athena, Hera, oh, yada, okay. yada, blah, blah, blah. And the gods and the Titans have cataclysmic war. And then the Titans get buried in the earth or in some deep dark hole, Mel's hole. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, that's what's there. <laughs> Mel's hole. It's the Titans. <laughs> okay, we got to go to Washington State. No, anyway. <laughs> um, and so I've always thought of the Fomorians as what came before and in those same mythological terms as the titans so what came before did what it needed to do for the time but it was no longer surveying the end goals of whatever even if that's just humanity even mm-hmm. if we're just pretend even if we're just saying the myths are just that their myth right and i see the fremorians as sort of the same thing we need to have a story for why the who are now the Irish settled took in, oh, right. settled Ireland, but just gonna put this out there. Mm-hmm. I was watching Freddie Silva on Gaia, and I'm pretty sure he said he had they had proof that the Tuatha de Dana Tuatha. Anyway, I'm just gonna call him T for short. That they had proof. There is. I'm not sure exactly what that was because it was one of those ones I was watching 18 shows in a row. So we'll have to get back. Well, to again, if it's a tribal people that were driven out, of course but, they existed. So the myth, we're just going down, totally going down the side road here. But wasn't the myth was that they turned to fairies and went underground? It depends. It depends. Because I have heard that, yes, they, they are mystical, magical creatures who shrunk themselves and went underground. And that's where we get this idea. But... That is a more modern, i.e. 1700s, mm. romantic-y notion. The one that is more, that is older, not more older. I was almost said that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the one that is, the, the story that is older is that they went to the lands beyond and they just sailed away. Dimension. Multi-dimension makes sense, too. Mm-hmm. Welcome to our world <laughs> where we go from Lunasa to I, what happened to the Tuatha. <laughs> Yeah, so, but it went, regardless, Yeah, it went in Irish mythology and in Irish history, Yeah, it, uh, it went, Fomorians were the original settlers of Ireland, mm-hmm. and then the Tuatha Dé Danna came, and for whatever reason, they were driven out of wherever they were driven out of, Yeah, and settled in Ireland, and then the Irish came, Yeah, and drove the Tuatha Dé Danna out, yeah. and then the English came and drove everybody out, because... Except the snakes that did not exist. What? Because they were witches' snakes. Maybe witches' snakes. Maybe we were the symbol of snakes. I don't know. Who knows? I snakes have, have all kinds of other meanings. I have a lot of opinions. 
Yes, we do. Well, this might be our show come fall. (laughs) So then we got that over. Magic. So this is what, in my crazy week, um, read through various books. And I am going to mention two books that, as you people that have listened to my other Sabbath um, episodes, I absolutely love. I'm going to butcher her name, though. The Book of Altars and Sacred Spaces by Anjou. 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 And also by her, The Ultimate Guide to the Witch's Wheel of the Year. Every Sabbat, I go to these books first. The Wheel of the Year is worth every penny you will ever spend on it. The illustration, the quick 10 pages on each one, what altar, magic, history. Some amazing spells. Yes. Just... Easily accessible. Yeah. It makes perfectly logical sense the way it's laid out. And the um, Book of Altars and Sacred Spaces is a nice companion book to go with it if you want a little more and honestly, detail if, on your altar. Or if you're if you're a new witch looking for an adequate beginner grim, grimoire um, or something that you can uh, incorporate into your more complete later on down the road Book of Shadows, the Wheel of the Year book is the one you want yeah because it's got Mm -hmm. it's got your herbs it's got your crystals it's got just it's got enough for to get your interest on everything the most yeah and it's only um the list price is 26.99 for the type of book it is it's worth every penny and it was a book actually that some books i'll get on kindle some books I need the physical. Oh, you These want books? You, you have to the want physical. the physical. Copy Most of my witchy oh, books. Her photos in there. The, yeah. Whoever. I I worked briefly in publishing, and and granted, I wasn't doing any of like I was just doing other officey work, but yeah. I was around people who were doing. Watching a good a book get laid out well, and watch like I oh. Yeah. The effort that went into this particular book. Yeah, they're both beautiful it, books. Somebody thought about how they wanted it to look, mm-hmm. and it carries through. Every photo, <laughs> here's what I love. She has a very distinctive style. Yeah. And every single photo matches that distinctive style. Okay. So what's interesting to me is someone who reads a lot and a lot of varied things. It seems like no matter how well you try... You're going to have one photo in a book of photos that just isn't quite the vibe. Yeah. She nailed every single one. Yeah, they're beautiful. Absolutely beautiful book. Anyway. So, (laughs) the first thing I read through, one, and I forget what book it was in, because I use five or six books and the internet. One thing that kind of set me off to begin on this, I'm like, she said, if you think back in the day, they're starting to harvest, they're starting to plan for the year, you know, get organized, mm-hmm. take an inventory. And I went, oh, girl. To the woman that looks at a new spell and orders the four oils or herbs and then goes to put them away and already had two of the four, what do I need? Excuse me, I write databases, I track inventory for a living. <laughs> I, I feel like I should use my software. Wait a minute. You don't have specifically designed inventory software? Oh. I considering to... the problems we've had at work this week. <laughs> so, yeah, especially with inventory. Oh my God, that is uh, We could take it and put a witchy feel on it and put it up on. You could sell that. Yes, because we all need, I mean, I literally, I probably have, if I had to guess, 50 to 70 different herbs and forget the crystals and uh, 
essential oils and various oils and things that go with it. But you think I remember that I had, um, what was the last one? <laughs> and not only did I have it, but I had a big bottle of it. It was I'm black like, pepper. Black pepper oil, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember cackling. Yes. I think I now have three boils of black pepper oil. Oh, my stars. Not all big, but the one was pretty big. <laughs> anyway, so that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to move everything on my way. I'm going to start doing inventory. Because the next time I have to do a spell, I could check my inventory first. Mm -hmm. So that's that's not really a spell, but it's kind of, it kind of fits for the preparation for well, harder times, but <laughs> times when I, I know if I need my oils. But I think that that's a, a, a good point as witches we the talk around the internet and the talk around you know our covens and our our spaces is so often well i'm going to do this spell or what spell for this or what da 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 and and we get all caught up in that but part of being a pagan is being aware of how all of the things interact with all of the other things mm -hmm. and that includes mundane stuff like keeping an inventory of your magical stuff what do you have what do you not have yeah what's your what, what's your love what to have list yeah what do you use the most of yep so that's going to be on my agenda that's going to take a little bit but we'll work on it then because it's kind of the season of abundance because you have all the fresh vegetables and fruits and everything out there i'm gonna do an abundance spell hmm. so the only thing i well and, mm -hmm. and as we get into this, we're going to talk about, like Kristen always says, you don't ha always have to go out and buy every ingredient. There's something you can substitute for it. Mm -hmm. So for this one, you need a green candle. White a, will work if you don't have a green one. There you go. I'm going to pause for that, Kristen. Also, um, green crayons, just saying. Yeah. Crayons yep. burn. That would work. A tablespoon of dried basil or and dried peppermint. I have both. Cinnamon stick. I'm probably going to pronounce Brown. this right. Ground cinnamon or will work. You don't need the stick. Okay. Peridot? Peridot. Yeah. Peridot stone. This is a green stone. I do have a list of other abundance crystals at the end. And most... And, and if you can go with the color too, right? Yeah. Most, most of the time if you substitute color, if you don't have a green stone, quartz. Always... Quartz you can always green. substitute quartz. With the green crayon. There you go. <laughs> Listen. Whatever works. <laughs> a green pouch with string to tie it up. Now, I found a muslin pouch, and I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a green rune mm. drawing on the bag. There you go. And maybe ha I have green ribbon. We'll see. And a mortar and pestle. So gather your supplies and cleanse your space. One thing I'm bad at. I remember once seeing a magic spell with the working of the little bo the spill bottles and someone taking an incense stick, and I'm like, oh, that's genius. Because you just yep. cleanse it. It says the kitchen's a great spot to craft your sachet or at your altar. I'll probably do it in the garage. Ground and center as needed. Now light your candle. Add the dried herbs to the mortar and begin to blend together with your pestle. As you see, this one is interesting because I'm going to modify the spell. Okay. Because I am going to because I like that the spell goes along as you make add the mm -hmm. ingredients. So when you're blending, state the following: peppermint bring forth abundance and prosperity. Basil bring forth abundance and success. And then so you're grinding and doing the spell with that. Then carefully put them in your pouch. And you're going to add the cinnamon stick and state cinnamon bring forward strength and success. I like the whole part of every ingredient. Mm -hmm. You kind of announce or mm -hmm. spell and put it in the spell. 
Now you add your stone and say, paired out, bring forth earth and energy and wealth, which you can modify if you, you use different stones. Mm -hmm. Tie up your pouch, hold it to your heart center, close your eyes and say, abundance and prosperity, let me see, let me see, energy of the earth, bring these gifts to me. You can allow your candle to burn down naturally if it's safe. Let it burn down naturally, or if it's not safe, put it out, save it for your next abundance spell. I got that off uh, trulyexperiences.com for crystals for money. Some of the other crystals that I researched, pyrite, citrine, Malachite. Be careful with pyrite because it is fool's gold yeah. and it can be a less permanent sort of, I tend Spell. to use it for other things. Um, tiger's eye. Yep. Yep. That one's good. Amazonite. Oh, that one's pretty. I mean, pretty. yeah. I have that. Clear quartz. <laughs> always. Always. And adventuring. Ooh, adventuring would be great. Yeah. I have some nice pictures of adventuring in the Malachite. I thought of the rune, uh, Fihu. F-E-H-U? I, I am not a hundred. I am. It stands for wealth, abundance, success. I think that says rewards. <laughs> this picture is kind of blurry. I don't know. I'm blind. In uh, upright. So I'm going to do that. Already covered organization. Um, the last one I'm going to do is crystal meditation for transformation. This one reached out to me because the crystal is labradorite mm. everybody that knows me it's one of my favorite and i have the most beautiful piece that it isn't just seen. one of her favorites i think she is one of its favorites because yes. i swear if we're out and about it tends to find her in a, a way piece. i can't explain i probably have at least 10 pieces and one of them is humongous and it's got the raw mm -hmm. stone on the back and the guy cried when he sold it to me because he was leaving it. It helps us uh, uh, reside what's in our psyche and brings the shadows to light. Right now, holy mm -hmm. macaroni, do we need shadows to come to light? So one of the things I feel like is my shadow that I'm going to work on is um, my judgment. Now, everybody, an acceptance of people, and it's not as far as acceptance of diversity in that. No. It's accepting That's... people that put my teeth on edge. People that are far right and you just want to so I'm trying to let that go and apply the principle that we all came here into this soul group or soul this um, thing to learn something in life mm -hmm. but sometimes the lizard part of my brain goes what the hell did they sign up for stupidity Nancy we're trying to let that go but that's okay, what I think okay, you know okay. like I'm very good is for honoring everybody else but I just when people are like that I just I just don't understand. And I'm trying to try to look at everybody like, I mean, my entire life, I've looked at people and think what makes them tick. Like, mm -hmm. you know, an understanding of them because they went through these things in life or whatever. But right now, my shadow needs some work because that's, anyway. <laughs> so we'll see how Nancy does. And good. maybe I need about all my labradorite around me for this. Hey. Maybe a circle of labradorite. There, ooh, actually, what, I would try work. it. See Maybe what happens. Some clear quartz, some other moonstone, moonstone. Mm. Which are all moonstones, right? Labradorite too. They're all the same family. I, Someone told me that. I believe and moonstone it. Moonstone and labradorite I in the same family. I almost want geology, geology class in college. Uh, so I am the person who goes, oh, pretty rocks. Yeah, I think we just learned rocks. that in New York. Someone, some crystal shop said, 
Well, I'm not surprised you're attracted to both because they're both the same. I believe it. I mean, when you look at them, I can see. I believe it. Yeah. I just yeah. the way they they were formed in that. Yeah, that's what I heard anyway. I believe it. So. If you want to prove me wrong, go ahead and put it on our webpage. Send me a note. Send yeah. me an email. I don't know. Tell us. I, Sometimes my sources may, may not be the most reliable, but I tend to look at when people say something to me and went, yeah. Today, I was wearing my granddaughter's of witches t-shirt and walked into a place and she goes, love it. I go, yeah. You know what I do for fun? I wear this <laughs> shirt in the Hobby Lobby just to <laughs> set off the Karens. What's funny is Sometimes I know you have to have fun where you can get it. I'm sure she'll go do that too. No, I love her. Her eyes did light up like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, she and Don't I don't buy anything there, but we wear scheme your shirt. frequently. <laughs> she and I scheme frequently if it's quiet in there. I've never yeah. talked to her about oh. witches before. Yeah. Well, I have an automatic conversation starter. Yeah. When I go in there, most of the time, anyway, because <laughs> I take my four-year-old and we go in there, and he will talk to anybody. So that was all about me. <laughs> what do you have planned? This is not one of her favorites. I'm thinking mainly because it is another summer one. Yeah, <sighs> this one's hard for me. This one, and part of the reason it's hard for me, because I was thinking about this today, is by this point in the circle of the year, I'm about maxed out physically for what I can take from the heat. And I still have at least another month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of go into survival mode where I'm focused on taking care of mundane Kristen because Mm -hmm. magical Kristen can't exist without mundane Kristen and yeah it makes sense this one's hard for me so what I know that will happen is the altar will get cleaned and freshened what exactly that looks like actually I never ever know I don't plan it I dig into my altar and go who wants to talk to me today yeah and that happens every sabbat it's irrelevant the only sabbat that for sure has specific things on it is yule and that has Santa's. And not Samhain? No, Samhain is just whatever feels spoopy that day. Okay. And I have so much spoopy stuff, it doesn't oh, yeah. matter. You just, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, I can't physically fit all of my shit on my altar. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. So, yeah. it changes. But the, I have one very specific Santa that always goes up there so that that the Holly King is represented. Yeah. And, um, and that's that's the only thing for sure on my altar. So I'll clean it. I'll freshen it. Um, I do have a couple of new things that should probably come out and would be appropriate. I don't know if I'm going to bake my standard bread because that will heat up the house. And mm. I just can't risk that. Yeah. Which sounds dramatic, but I have MS and MS is heat sensitive. And I'm not kidding when I say the heat affects my vision. It yeah. affects my muscle. <laughs> like, yeah. I have a heart, like right now, my hand is cramping. Yeah. <laughs> really am upset about it, actually. Mm-hmm. But also, I will be doing a housing spell oh, yeah. right around this time. Because one of my children is moving back to the area mm-hmm. and we have a time crunch to get her housed. And so it makes sense to me to do a spell for that on Lunasa because yeah. this is kind of the culmination. This is kind of us harvesting the seeds that have been planted almost three years ago now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of the culmination of 
a thing and the start of a new thing. So clearing that field, if you will. Yeah. Since this is a harvest festival, let's work with the harvesty sorts of things. So we're going to clear that field and we're going to put our energy into the field, the winter field, if yep. you will. And then after that, I don't know. Yep. We'll wing it. I don't it even... Works. Works. A There's moon. a very good chance I will completely forget too because I'm... I'm the I bog will remind witch. you because I remind you every full moon. No, I know. Full moon and size. I go, oh. Lunasa. Now it's really nice because now I don't have to worry about it like I did other places that I've lived and, yeah. and several other places will too, I guess. Yeah. But now all I need to do is go, okay, so these are crystals I plan on working with for the next month. I just need to have kind of this vague idea of who needs to be charged and who doesn't. And I yep. just set them in my windowsill and deal with them later. Yep. Because the moon just beats right down into my bedroom window. Yeah. Mine I gets it during um, love it. the second half in the night, or usually like midnight, though, if I look out at my bedroom window, the moon's right there. So I do have things in my head, though, of putting glass shelves in my windows so I get it, more crystals. I mean, only for, they wouldn't stay there. It would be okay. just for the No, they wouldn't stay there. Because I know because certain certain crystals should not be out in the sunlight. One of my favorite things are going around, that has gone around the internet is someone saying, okay, now remember to take your crystal ball and cover it. Oh, oh so yeah, they, the fire. <laughs> no, because it will catch your house on fire. As I said, fire. Yeah, you don't, you need to be careful yeah. because some of these things uh, can uh, really pinpoint light. And, they they only go out to the usually late morning. Anyway, that's our show. That is Lunasa. Lunasa. Let us know what you're doing. Post on our webpage or our Facebook page. Send us an email. Yes. Um, also, if Luna. you have any things you want us to cover, send us an email. Let us know. I would like to learn about this. Please do, because I'm starting to run out of ideas, and I need some support. One thing we're going to do, <laughs> but I was going to do during the show, but Kristen, I'll do after the show, is we're going to do a six-card draw mm-hmm. for Lunasa. Last time I can say it, I promise, but I love the way it flows. <laughs> and maybe we'll um, post the pictures on the webpage since I haven't done the webpage. I think we should. Um, that's our show. As always, have a magical day. Bye.